Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. I know I'm not unique to this, and you will hear a lot of it this week, but this to me felt like the weekend sports came back. You saw it with the massive fans at the Ocean Course in Kiowa. You saw it with 15,000 fans jamming Madison Square Garden and close to 15,000 fans at the Barclays Center. You saw it with up to 45,000 fans in Austin for NASCAR's debut at the Circuit of the Americas. This did indeed feel like the weekend sports came back. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Monday. I'm Abe Madcore. Good morning. Hope everybody had a great weekend. I have to lead with the scene in Kiowa. I took it in Friday, and I can tell you there were certainly more people on the Ocean Course than the 10,000 listed. There were no guidelines. Fans certainly were out. The weather was awesome. Fans were clearly enjoying themselves. And what a weekend for the PGA of America, ESPN, and CBS. You could see the momentum building all weekend. It really started Friday with Phil Mickelson moving up and staying on top of the leaderboard. And on Sunday, he captured his sixth major and became the oldest winner of a major championship. Everyone I talked to over the weekend was pulling for Mickelson. Well, most everyone. He continues to be a very, very popular golfer, and the final scene Sunday showed he is still immensely popular. I mean, it was chaos along the 18th hole after Mickelson hit it up on the green. Fans mobbed him. It was an experience he even called slightly unnerving. He is a fan favorite. He continued to use that thumbs-up gesture that he learned from Arnold Palmer. And before Sunday's victory in Kiowa, Mickelson had not won a major since the British Open in 2013. I'll just say the scenes were brilliant all weekend from Kiowa on CBS, on ESPN, and the PGA Championship had the largest, and I will say the loudest crowd for a golf event since the pandemic. I think yesterday it looked like north of 20,000 people were on the course. I anticipate some very strong viewership numbers from CBS when they come out later today, but a big weekend for the PGA. Seth Waugh, Jeff Price, and others. A very big weekend for Sean McManus, David Burson, and CBS Sports, and a very good weekend for the business and person of Phil Mickelson. Let's move away from golf and talk about NASCAR. We've talked on the Buzzcast about how NASCAR is trying new formats and trying to bring its races to new markets. And that's what they did this weekend. NASCAR debuted at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin. It was still deemed a success, even though rain marred most of the weekend. Chase Elliott won the race on Sunday at Circuit of the Americas, but Sunday's race was called by rain and low visibility. I believe there were about 14 laps to go in that race. Drivers were sliding most of the day, and there were a number of crashes, but most felt the weekend was a big success in Austin. Now, NASCAR does not release attendance numbers, but the crowd appeared to be in the 45,000 to 50,000 range. That's one of the largest attended events in NASCAR so far post-pandemic, and it's easily one of the largest gatherings of a sports event in Austin during the pandemic. So overall, a very solid weekend for NASCAR at COTA. They have a one-year deal, and all 
indications are that they would like to go back to that track again, but we'll have to see how that story shakes out. I said it earlier, but it was a big weekend for the NBA. Some strong playoff games, very tense matchups, and some full arenas in major markets like the 15,000 for both the Knicks and the Nets playoff openers. The league seems to be riding real momentum from the success of the play-in games, and now seeing that success of the play-in games, the league wants to restart the conversation with teams and the Players Association about adding a mid-season tournament to the league's calendar. That's according to ESPN. We have talked about this on the Buzzcast. Adam Silver has always wanted to put a mid-season tournament, and he reportedly believes the success of the play-in games could drive momentum to re-engage teams on this idea, this idea of a midseason tournament has never been voted on by the Board of Governors. It's been talked about for a number of years. Now, this midseason tournament is done in many European leagues, and they would need agreement with the NBPA and two-thirds majority of the 30 NBA teams in order to move forward with it. Now, the league could start exploring these conversations as soon as possible, but it is too late to consider a mid-season tournament for the 21-22 season, so likely we're looking at 22-23. There's a lot to figure out specifically whether teams want to reduce the number of home games during the schedule, because this would certainly eat in to some home games during the midseason part of the NBA schedule. But a story to watch as the NBA continues to try new formats and new ideas. This story broke over the weekend, and it may not seem very important, but it is. U.S. Soccer and Soccer United Marketing are ending their 20-year commercial partnership. Remember, some, which is under MLS, sold U.S. Soccer sponsorship and media rights. U.S. Soccer is now taking those rights in-house after 2022 when the relationship ends some will still handle the deals the existing partnerships through the end of 2022 so what does this mean well it shows that will wilson david wright and others of u.s soccer see real value in their intellectual property they feel that they can go to market on their own and not have some sell their commercial rights so you're going to want to keep an eye on this relationship and this deal I think it's very interesting that U.S. soccer now taking those commercial rights in-house. A couple of things as we wrap up. The Oakland A's are taking a fact-finding trip and visiting some of the important stakeholders in the city of Las Vegas this week to determine whether there's a possible deal there in terms of a new ballpark. Remember, Major League Baseball gave the Oakland A's the green light to explore relocation options if the team's efforts to build a ballpark and development in Oakland fall through. So A's president David Cavill has said that six cities, six cities have contacted the A's about their relocation efforts and they will first visit Las Vegas, but they did say they will publicly declare other markets that they are visiting. So six cities interested in the future of the Oakland A's, Oakland A's going first this week to Las Vegas. We certainly know of another team based in Oakland that left Oakland for Las Vegas, and that, of course, was the Raiders. And finally, we'll end Morning Buzzcast with our deal of the day. Elevate Sports Ventures has acquired design firm Infinite Scale. So what does this mean? Well, this gives Elevate brand, 
venue, event, and sponsorship design capabilities as part of its agency. Elevate Sports' president, Chip Bowers, he did the deal with Infinite Scale and Infinite Scale co-owner Molly Mazzolini, who was really one of the very good people in the sports business, and her fellow partners, Amy Lucas and Cameron Smith, will now join Elevate's executive team. But everything else about Infinite Scale, including its name and its location, it's based in Salt Lake City, will remain. So it has 21 employees. Its primary base will remain in Salt Lake City. Infinite Scale, it does design and brand identity and look and feel for brands, for venues, for events. And now it is part of Elevate Sports Ventures. That's our deal of the day in Morning Buzzcast. So that is your Morning Buzzcast. Again, it really feels like there's a lot of wind at the back of sports these days. Exciting to see. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great start to their week. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.